Hey guys, welcome to Slash Report. I'm Prue, and I'm joined today, this fine, glorious Tuesday, by my partner in crime, MK. Hello. Hi, we're having a really good week. We're having a great week, and our buddy, Lovigus. What up? Hey there. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you can tell, but I'm pinching my nose already. I'm going to request. We are doing uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 for Star Trek Reboot Trek in honor of the eventual inevitable shitstorm release of Star Trek into whatever the fuck that movie is called, starring Benedict Cumber, his face. Into the darkness of our hearts. What? Into the darkness of our hearts. Like the darkest of corners. That's probably accurate. Let's be real. (laughs) Yep. Um... So, guys, if you would like to play along at home, uh, cue up your DVD or your video file to the Paramount screen, which is going to be indicated by a mountain and some stars and the word Paramount. Followed by a Viacom company. Yes. And once you're there, brace yourself, because we're going to give a three count. We're all going to hit play, and then we're going to go on this journey of discovery together. Are you guys ready? No, not even remotely. It doesn't matter. You're coming with us. Just let it happen. (laughs) Just let it happen. Okay, guys. Three, two, one, play. Dun, dun, dun. So I have to say, like, as we're just doing the credits and shit like that, that I had zero pre-existing emotional relationship with Trek prior to this movie. Oh. Prior to me dragging you to this movie. <laughs> yeah, because I, like, genuinely, I was like, I'll go, because Lepagus wants me to go. But I just, this show never resonated with me. And the only episode of the original Trek I ever watched was Amok Time, which I was just like, what What just happened to my face? <laughs> fighting with Q-tips and sashes. Yes. And homoeroticism. Don't forget the homoeroticism. It was too awful for me to enjoy the homoeroticism. Well, there's That's a weird sad. thing with original Trek, right? Like, the episodes feel kind of, like, really slow. Yeah. Even when they're exciting, you're like, man, this is a lot of content. Like, somehow it's just too much. Yeah. I will say, yeah. uh, one of my best friends and I showed up at the, like, the day that Star Trek was coming out in theaters... Uh, she was wearing a shirt that said, boldly go. Right. And I was wearing a red shirt with, like, a functional Star Trek communicator badge. Right. And so was half of Toronto. Like, half of Toronto was there. Yeah. Also in cosplay. We were in New York for this, right, Love Again? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were at my place on the Upper East Side. Okay. Oh, yeah, we were in that, that theater where we ended up seeing a lot of shitty movies. This was the good one. This was the exception. The exception. Right. I don't know who this captain is, but he's really working my, like, dirty old man who's bald thing. Yeah, he's pretty hot. I didn't know you had a dirty old man who's bald thing. This is Captain Robow? Robow? Yeah, I blame Mitch Pelucky and Assistant Director Skinner entirely for this. He's just so stern. Did you also like him on Stargate? Mitch Pelagi? Yeah. 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 I like him when he's like a Winchester grandfather. I like him when he's on Stargate. I like him when he's being mean to Agent Mulder. <laughs> I just I like him in all stern the... incarnations. Nice. I, was like, I liked him when he was the wussy guy on Castle. That was pretty good for me. That was okay. pretty good. This scene is brilliant. 
Yeah. I love this intro. <laughs> this is like... Well, it kind of drops you right into what's going on. You don't really need any context. You yeah. know that something shitty is happening. And I think this is also like a good time to talk about how smart a choice it was for them to, I mean, to reboot the series, to like genuinely give it a legitimate reason to be completely split from what the pre-existing notion of Trek would be, because you can't like reinterpret, hey girl. (laughs) (laughs) Hi Thor. Hi Thor. Hi. Hi. You know, I had so many friends of mine who were really confused as to why um, Jim Kirk and Jim Kirk's dad were played by the same actor because people could not distinguish. They do look very similar. They That's do, just which, you know, good casting. But it is kind of funny now that, like, Chris Hemsworth is, you know, the Thor. biggest, baddest, you know, long-haired <laughs> douche bro in the world, and Chris Pine is... Thor is not a douche bro. He's not. He's, okay, he's kind of a dude bro, though. He's you know? precious. Yes, but he's very precious. He's the Asgardian like... equivalent of a golden retriever. Exactly. Yes. He's very and open to all that sense of him in, as this character, too. He's lovely. He I will is. say also, like, this opening whole shebang, everyone yeah. in the theater is like, oh my god, Star Trek, it's gonna be great. And five minutes later, everyone in the theater just sobbing. Yeah. Sleeping. Crying your eyes. It was really interesting because I had read a bunch of reviews of this film before actually going to see it. And Mm -hmm. every every single review was like, you'll be weeping like a baby, like five minutes into this movie. And I was like, whatever. Like, I cry at the drop of a hat during movies because it's how I cope with not having feelings in real life, except for the ones I don't want. Um, But I was like, there's no way because I don't know who any of these fucking people are. It's sci fi. And whatever, I was like sobbing into my shirt sleeve. It you was, were sobbing on my shoulder. It was so nasty, unattractive whimpering. Like I remember, I grabbed like a whole hunk of like extra napkins and stuff, and you were like, "What is that for?" And I was like, "You'll see. You'll see." Not ominous at all. She knew, man. Like Lepicus knows me. She knows my shit. Yeah. Can I also yeah. say that one of the great things about this opening chunk is how they make everything look like sufficiently technologically advanced that you're like, yeah, we could probably have created that. And it's shitty enough that later you're like, after this is the future. But this yeah. scene right now could be like today. I've always kind of viewed this as like, this part of the movie is very Pirates of Silicon Valley. And it makes sense that later when you see the bridge of the Enterprise, it looks like the fucking Apple store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Jobs didn't die. He just went into the future. That fucker. I hope they're still <laughs> keying his car there. <laughs> oh, MK. It's okay. <sighs> so, yeah. So, what do we want to say about this scene? Not Sorry. Me. I mean, like, the problem is that, like, despite Eric Bana's commitment, this is truly, like, the weakest part of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like, his character, his, like, motivation. And I can I can see how hard they tried to make it work. But it's honestly, like, because without it, it would just be, like, a vignette of, like, mm-hmm. hilarious Kirk Spock bone scenes and things like that. I have no problem with that. I don't, I have a problem with that insofar as, like, it doesn't make a story, like, that's entertaining, that doesn't a story make. So I can see why they did this, but he is the weak link. He is the weakest link. It's true, you know what? I was about to say, he's a good actor, but yeah, he just, he didn't 
really he wasn't very compelling and it wasn't a very interesting it's not even his fault it's yeah. like that character is not great that entire plot line is not great I it doesn't make any literally he... makes no sense well, yeah yeah and it's like that's with us giving the time travel thing a pass right like like we're just gonna say yeah sure we're just like hand waving the time travel thing and being like this doesn't make any sense like that is a darkness I'm actually yeah. okay with the time travel in this movie compared to other movies. I love time travel. I don't care how little sense it makes. Probably because my first time travel thing was um, Back to the Future. Yeah. Well, this was the first movie I liked Jennifer Morrison in. Before. Right? Oh, yeah. See, this, is, this just confirmed the, my love of Jennifer Morrison. So, so you didn't I didn't like her in like, anything except this. Yeah. I did not like her at all prior to this because of House. And then... <laughs> I loved her in this, and then I obviously love her in Once Upon a Time. I can't stand and she's the only Once one I love in Once Upon a Time. That's well, just her terrible. Answer, her answer to life's questions in Once Upon a Time is usually to like punch them in the face, which I yeah. really appreciate. Exactly. Oh, this is like hitting the awful stage right now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's look at this beautiful face. It is actually remarkable how well they managed to make you hurt. When yeah. you know these people for so little time. Not just well, that, but I, normally... it's the casting. I don't even think it's the casting. Like, normally if someone's like, there's a pregnant lady and she just escapes as her husband dies, I'm like, yeah, whatever, fine. I've seen that story. But there's something about, like, the way they, the way they play this. Or, yeah, like, well, everything but about that's me. I mean, I, I believe that they're a couple. Like, they, yeah. they really, yeah. like... I, I think that they did a really good job with a really minimal amount of information and stuff like that. So. Yeah. I, I think that's a reason that I've written like five stories about George and Winona because I'm really pissed that this is all we get to see of their relationship. I think Unless that they, they time are travel. extremely good actors and in the hands of a very good director who mm-hmm. enjoys torturing people for fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? J.J. Abrams loves us and he wants us to be happy as someone who watches fringe (laughs) we tell you that that is not true jj abrams is like like jj abrams is my media punishment for myself can i just say i like that you said watches fringe as though you still watch it in the present i do i still have to catch up oh okay you have literally still have like two seasons that i like don't have the strength to do because if i watch fringe right now i will literally set myself on fire tonight no that's valid but the second to last season great the season after that shit i stopped like nothing will hurt me i gave up on it i plan to be so dead inside by the time i watch the final episode i made it like one and a half episodes into the last season i was like (laughs) no Nice. Done okay, this. so this is the part where I think I started weeping brokenly the first time. I'm actually okay right now. I think it may be because I have the sound off. It's and because we funny. don't have the sound on. Exactly. The fucking soundtrack of, like, operatic doom isn't enveloping me. Which... Yeah, and then, like, this part where, like, it basically, like, the lar- the big noises kind of drop off and you just hear George Kirk and, like, the baby crying and Winona. Oh, I have a little bit of the sound on, and it's like I'm tearing up. She just loves that baby so much. I fucking hate babies, and I'm like, that baby's the best baby! It better live! You and your baby thing. Babies are evil, bro. Ugh. It's because Em and I are like the yin and the yang. Like, 
together we form one love babies because i took all of the possible love for babies between the two of us yeah that's probably true yeah tiberius no that's the worst it is the worst it's a pretty bad but name it is but they still named that give him that for a middle name so i don't know yeah but at least he doesn't have to go by his middle name true let's be real not many people know jim's name <laughs> that's true wasn't it a big mystery for a long time oh, it was God. on his tombstone in like <gasps> the second episode Oh, well, excuse me, I didn't actually watch the original series. I only watched the really gay episodes. <laughs> to be honest. The, the phrase, I only watched the really gay episodes, kind of just crystallizes everything about you. Yeah. Yin and yang. And also, one of my favorite pieces of writing ever done on media was the New York Times film review of this movie. Particularly, I forget who wrote it, but whoever wrote it wrote um, about the the evil spaceship, and he called it like an evil black flower, and it was just the most perfectly fitting sort of evocative phrase. I was going to say that's probably because his editor wouldn't let him say like evil vagina or evil space vagina. You know, weirdly, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Just, just from professional knowledge. (laughs) Oh, okay. So this was, this was a really happy moment for me because I grew up in Iowa and this is what Iowa looks like. This was probably not shot in Iowa, but it looks like that. This is rolling fields and it's incredibly insane children driving cars (laughs) because, well, I, I, I did do this. I didn't go 70 miles an hour, but I did drive my parents' car. Me too, Gus. And I was in the countryside when I was, like, up at the farm. Yeah, all the time. Oh, yeah. As soon as you can reach the pedals. You're only ever going to hit cows. So, you know. Yeah, when you have a big open space, it's fine. Just drive. Oh, God! Can I say, the way that they did this car is so brilliant, where he, like, turns on, like, an oldie station, and it's the fucking Beastie Boys. I know! (laughs) That's the kind of thing that, like, in fanfiction, I'd be like, "Mm mm-hmm. But in here, I'm just like, Yes! I do find it really odd, and I wonder if it's going to show up again in the second movie, that, like, he has a brother. Yeah. Yeah. never actually see anything of it, and, like, it's such an interesting commentary on how, like, editing can change a movie, because I I think originally Kirk was supposed to, Jim Kirk was supposed to be the good son, Mm -hmm. not the rebellious one, and that he stole this car as a reaction to his brother running away from home. Yeah. yeah. And that was supposed to be his brother. Yeah. And then yeah. as a result it. of that, like, this is the defining moment of his life. Like, he's had a taste of danger, and now he wants the D forever. He which wants is basically the D like forever. Did you just Yes you did. Why <laughs> am I asking even like that. Of course, that's that. slow clapping myself. That's right. I always like to think of this movie as like Jim Kirk versus Cliffs. Yeah, but the problem is that like, can it really be called winning? His relationship with Cliffs. I don't know. I'd yeah, say it's more like a tie. What? I, I yeah, die. at best a tie. Can I? I just love this fucking robot trooper. This robot trooper. Apparently, is like he was supposed to have like a he, his. They filmed his actual face, and then J.J. Abrams was like, "No, just put like a robot thing on top." No, put a robot on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better. Which is always the right answer. Oh, and I also love, love the wild child. Love for wild child. 
Young uh, just thugs I just, Spock? I have so many feelings about Spock. About baby Spock, especially. Uh, I have so many feelings. Like, in a weird way, like, I sympathize with this kid so hard. Oh, yeah. If I could I marry Spock, that. I would. If you would? If I could marry Spock, I absolutely would. Jim would kill you. But Jim I would, would kill you. I would or, rather... Or Uhura. I would rather marry Data. Yeah. He... Okay. Never mind. We're not going to play Fuck, Marry, Kill right now. <laughs> can't, so, can't deal with... Um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but this kid is so, like... He's I honestly okay. find this kid... a so distractingly adorable, even he's aside so from the cute. fact that he's, that he's Spock. I just, like, I can just tell you, like, if I was ever going to write a baby Spock story, it would literally just be how his mother can't handle, like, the whole situation. Because I would just cuddle him nonstop. Oh, totally. <laughs> nonstop cuddles until she dies. He would, like, try to go away and be logical. I'm like, nope, come back. I want more. <laughs> Basically. Ugh. So cute. And the Vulcan Mean Girls thing, I do not understand this at all, but, you know. There is something really odd, like, okay, as someone, like, I was the only Asian kid in my school, up until about high school, basically. Hold on, wait, wait, ass kicking. Let's yes. Let's the ass like, moment. Punch in the face. Yeah! And I have to tell you, the first time you throw a punch, it feels good. It's true! <laughs> it feels very good. It feels like, so good. Like, bitches just need to get backhanded on the bus. So- Oh. Don't do it on the bus because you're moving. What you want is like a nice, stable, wide no, no, spread. No, no. You, like, if you're going to start shit with me on the bus, I'm going to start shit with you on the bus. Oh, if you start stuff on the bus with me, I will wait until your stop and I will get off with you and finish it. Yeah, I can't. What just happened? I don't know. But MK probably hurt herself and put Gatorade up her nose again. <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> Shut up. This casting is so perfect, and I love him so much. I know he's great. I've never seen him in anything else. The 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 dad actor, Ben something. Uh, wasn't he? I feel like he isn't he the guy from. um... No, he's not. Never mind. No, but he's he's absolutely perfect in this because Sarek in the original, like I only ever saw Sarek in uh, the Next Generation. Yeah, and he's very very cold, very kind of mean. Yeah. Um, but this this guy, I I I don't know. I just really love him. I buy him as a good dad. Yeah. No, I mean he he is as good a dad as he can be. Exactly. Oh, Winona Ryder, you were so wasted in this movie, but I still love you. So weird that she's in this movie. I know, like, she's younger than Zachary Quinto, but whatever. Oh my god, this scene. Oh. I love his weird sweater. Oh, it's so... And she totally knitted for him. Like, she definitely knit that for him. That's like, that sweater was like one of Winona's moments of like third wave feminism, where she's oh, like, yeah. I should be I should be knitting and being like an amazing linguist. Let's do it all at once. And like, She's like, maybe I should burn this, but Spock likes it too much. Ugh. Ugh. Horrible. <laughs> too many feelings. Can we go back to the, the Vulcan bullying for a second? Yeah. Because it's actually an interesting thing in the philosophy of Star Trek, that the Vulcans are so advanced, and they have this philosophy that they're supposed to live for, which is like the IDIC, the like infinite diversity and infinite combinations. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like every civilization ever... In action, they're, like, the opposite of that. 
They're like, you should all be exactly the same at all times. Mm-hmm. It's kind of or beautiful. I also feel like they're percept- perhaps they're percept- and like this is coming from a total new point of view, but um, perhaps their perception of infinite diversity only applies outside of themselves, right? Because I don't think that I particularly care like if humans are weird or like if other nations and other countries and other um, planets are weird. It's just within the context of Vulcan. You should yeah. Vulcan. Like, well, and Vulcan is, doesn't yeah. apply within the constraints of Vulcan. But that goes yeah. against the infinite combinations. Like, if that's no, your like you're just logicking the logic, right? Like, it's the same way that you can't handle, like, certain people, despite the fact that you should respect, you know, everybody's opinion. And you, like, know for a fact that you don't. Yeah, that's true. So it's the same deal. Also, greatest fuck you in film history. Yeah. I'm oh, just, so beautiful. It's, like, the most beautiful fuck you of all time. It is. And only Zachary Quinto could have done it. It's true. He's like, such a beautiful He fits his perfect fuck casting. Yeah, so good. Complete with beautiful eyeshadow. <laughs> I just... Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I, I love just want to ride it until the wheels fall off. Like, I almost expected him to go full-on heroes and just, like, slice someone's brain open on that <laughs> council and take a part of it on his way out. <laughs> Of course you did. Of course you did. I still want this song off the soundtrack. I know, right? I can't believe, like, literally, like, thousands and thousands of people have been like, this song is awesome. Where can we get, like, an actual download? And I think think the problem is that it's not a full song. They only made, like, 30 seconds of it. And everyone fucking loved it. I don't think it's like a... Still, I'm kind of surprised that no fan person has been like, okay, let's just extrapolate and, like, make an actual song. This is no, the moment I felt right. Supernatural. Ugh. You don't want to fall behind those bitches. They're crazy. They're crazy. Thank you. Ugh. You know what's great? I, if you just saw like half of the caps of this scene, it would look like he's hitting on that weird alien dude between them. He probably is. is. Also, he's like, "Hey, can I have both of you tonight?" He's like, "Hey, everybody on this row, any takers? Any takers? All the takers? Let's line this up." basically. Ugh. I just do like the fact that even though she clearly, like, finds him amusing at this point, she never, ever, ever, ever is attracted to him. Yeah. Like, there's never a point where she's like, yeah, maybe I'll hit that. She's like, no. Well, I mean, you, like, if you could, like, touch penises with Spock, why would you... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Once you've had Spock, like, come on. Once you touch Spock, you never go human Spock. Spock. <laughs> Rides are hard, bro. I know. I, I I love how I know that this guy was an asshole because he had that stupid mouth goatee. I was yeah. like, oh, he's a dick. It I, is a symbol. Yeah. Like, unless you're also wearing some other mitigating elements, like some interesting glasses and yep. like certain like font like certain funny t-shirts like you're instantly gonna look like a dick if you have that do you think he showed up to casting and they were like first things first you're gonna need to like grow a douche goatee and he was like done who the fuck knows no problem (laughs) there's like all these like townies on at the bar being like oh must be tuesday (laughs) (laughs) looks like jim kirk just got off work 
Oh. Hey, oh. look, it's your silver fox. I love him so much. Super much. He did an interview on the CBC, and he sat cross-legged in the chair the whole time, and was just like... Like, having such a great time. He was like, I love everything. I'm the best. And everyone was like, you are the best. Keep it up. As much as I love Bruce Greenwood, I will never forgive him for being in a movie called Meek's Cutoff. <laughs> okay, no, Prue, we do not have time to talk about your issues with Meek's Cutoff, okay? The worst film ever. No, keep it, keep it tucked. It's forgiven because he was the president in National Treasure. Yep. That's only half forgiven for that. No, that's fully forgiven for us. We're normal. <laughs> you didn't have to go see it. Gus, I'm not normal. <laughs> well, okay, good point. Come on. Alright, alright. He wasn't yeah. playing along at home. I will be on my third Stolian magic. I don't know what that means. I'm just going to assume booze. It's booze. It's right. terrible, shitty, shitty booze. Can I just say that this conversation between Pike and Kirk is, like, eerily, uncomfortably close to a conversation that, like, a child psychiatrist had with me? (laughs) Oh, God. This is too much truth. This is too... We're we're getting into, you know... I'm not going to go into it. I'm just saying it's, like, really uncomfortably close. That surprises me not at all. Yeah. Broseph. (laughs) So when your parents right. are like, do you want Froyo? And you're like, yeah. And then they take you to a shrink. Ugh. No one's parents did that other than yours, okay? To be fair, we got Froyo after. You were definitely the dog they lied to to trick to go to the vet. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Ugh, worse. I do, can I just say, like, the fact that this scene works on an emotional level at all is an amazing credit to the actors and the direction. Because he has fucking blood running down his face. From his nose. That's nose blood. Yeah. Two, like, fucking thingamabobs. Okay, how much do you love this salt shaker? I know, right? It's not practical. How much did nobody know that it was a salt shaker in, like, for, like, a long time and people were like, what is that? Yeah, because in the theater you can't tell, but when you watch it on TV, you're like, holy shit, it is a salt shaker. I can see the uh, salt, finally. I do, I, I have, like, a deep love of the setting of this movie, the sort of, like... Okay, th- hold on just one second. I'm very offended, because this sh- sure as shit ain't Iowa, because there are no hills that high in Iowa. Okay. <laughs> but I love the setting of this, right? Like, the the endless... Like, remember when you and I were driving from L.A. up to San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Just, like, the flatness of some of those places, like... And it was beautiful, but it was, like, so atonal. Mm-hmm. There's Sleep. a reason people Very go deep. crazy on the prairies. Uh, okay. Um, but, and then to have this thing emerging out of it, like, it's so lovely. And I love there not being spokes. Yes. In the, in the yeah. cycle. Well, it's it's just enough future. You know, yeah. it's just exactly. enough. Exactly. And that is, I think, the major problem I have with a lot of sci-fi slash fantasy. Like, I can't, it doesn't resonate with me at all. It's too removed. Whereas this movie is just, and, like, this the caution tape on the steps, like, it's close enough that I can see it. The fuckedness of the People still wear hard hats. Like, that's, oh. Oh, Jim. (laughs) I love him. And, like, who hasn't done that? Who hasn't walked into something at low clearance? He is lovely. Like, I just want... 
to like bone him and then never have to acknowledge it later. Uh, yeah, Jim Kirk sure. or Jim Kirk. Okay, good. Because I'm like, don't bang Chris Pine. That's a mistake. Oh yeah, you Chris don't know about that. Well, have, he's like, a probably very... a good idea. For that. I'm pretty sure he's full of STIs. Oh, so I think cool. Kirk has way more STIs. Right, but he's from the future where you can probably cure all of that shit with, like, a laser. But I was gonna say, if he has bones as a BFF, he's fine. He he gets the cysts removed from his dick. I'm also fairly sure. I'm just saying this from personal experience. If I was bones, I would let him keep some of the STIs, the ones that were non-problematic. Yeah. The worst. Like, you could just have those crafts as payment for your life. He's <laughs> the uh, man alive. Bones is basically, like, my favorite. No, but here's the yep. thing. Eventually, at some point, Kirk is gonna, like, accidentally on purpose save Bones' ass, and he'll be like, payment, you're getting rid of those fucking crabs. Actually, <laughs> let's be real. Any sort of payment for Kirk is gonna be like, poon? Poon? Yeah. Yeah, the degree to which I find it probable that, like, Jim has tried kind of, probably half-heartedly at this point, because he's been rejected so many times, but tried to sleep with Bones... Yeah, it's been like, no. Absolutely. (laughs) You know he did it. You know he does it, like, on a regular, like, pretty regular basis. Just check in. He's like, dude, it's been, like, three months, and I haven't had sex in two days. Are you (laughs) sure you don't want to bone? (laughs) It's a legit question. Poor McCoy. He's got needs. That shit's backing up. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's surprising me less and less that you consider me your bones to your Jim Kirk. <laughs> Are you cheating on me with Gus? <laughs> I feel so insulted. Baby, you can't hem me in like that. <laughs> You're a child of two worlds, MK. Come on. <laughs> what two worlds? I don't know, but they're probably both terrible. Like Canada uh, and the internet? Yes. <laughs> they're too much. conflicting. Ugh. See, again, like, Eric Bennett, you're doing your best, but I don't it's, care. I didn't He's even so know this good was at Eric like he does, but it's just this role is not very good. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's no point, to, there's, there's literally no point to Nero's, like, I don't feel, I don't grieve for him, I don't, like, there's... There's no reason for me to care, really. Yeah, I mean, it's such a small sort of, like... And the problem is he plays it in a way that he thinks that this is the logical outcome or the logical retaliatory act. Whereas if you played it full batshit crazy, perhaps it would have been more convincing because this move is so completely bonkers. Yeah. Well, and stupid. Like, and why is the rest of the crew going? Like, I would, I would, it would make a lot more sense if he was a lone gunman, basically. But he's got this entire crew that have been following him around for 25 years. To be Who fair. Knows? Also, every single time I've been to San Francisco, I've never seen the bridge. Yeah, this is bullshit. There's always, like, eight clouds just, like, sitting there. Like, yeah. what? You want to see the bridge? Fuck you, I'm a cloud. Yeah, basically, like... Good CGI work putting in shadows and sun in San Francisco. A-plus work. Wait, what? Although, isn't, this wasn't shot in San Francisco. I think this was shot in L.A. I don't know. It's right. the same school from um, Sky High. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Some Gyla. facts for you there. Oh, Gyla. That's my favorite character. <laughs> She's the best. I don't like you. 
Like, she, I, she and I and she and you are going to spend a lot of time together in the sex wiki story. Exactly. Now, see, I never understand why Jim is, like, sitting here going, how many guys have you slept with? It's like, dude, you're asking that question? Yeah, seriously. You're, like, the sluttiest slut that ever slutted. Well, I think it's one of those things where, like... Oh, I think it was absolutely something where a stupid dude wrote that script being like, yeah, this is totally makes sense. And it just, well, no, I think that they probably like, they did it for a laugh without considering sort of like the larger universal ramifications of it. Like that's a real problem. Is that like Gyla probably bones like a thousand dudes, but like, that's not particularly slutty. That's just like how she rolls. And Um, yeah, and part of her culture. Kirk is probably bone like a thousand dudes and a thousand ladies, and that's like not particularly slutty because that's just how like I'm not like I hesitate to call anyone a slut in general. So I mean, well, I never mean it as a pejorative. I mean it as kind of just a descriptive factor, right? Like, so I mean, I feel like the problem is that whoever wrote this like didn't think about the sexual dynamics and politics of it as much as we have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a.k.a. a dude wrote this. Like, Can I say, I love how, like... Ugly these clothes are? Well, aside from that, I love, like, secret, not-so-secret bitch face on Zoe Saldana in this scene. She's just like, (laughs) I really hate doing this with you, because you're the worst. Let's carry on with the simulation. Fucking group projects with Jim Kirk. Yeah, I would murder him. I would super, super, super murder him. That would literally be the only possible response. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe fuck him first, but after that, murder. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh my god, the apple just kills me. Uh, I love you so much, Jim. Now, I'm really super glad, because in the original script and in the way they originally shot it, Jim Kirk conned Gyla into doing this without her knowing yeah um and so basically he was a huge huge fucking bag of dicks yeah well, that's for no reason completely recut this right because like for once the studio execs like a paramount came in watched the original rough draft and they were like we hate kirk yep and everybody was like all the the two, the two writers and and actually i think jj abrams was also like i kind of hate kirk too yeah um, we're like super surprised and i was like hmm <laughs> Well, it's because it was because he was like a manipulative dick to Green Girl, aka Gala, and that's like we didn't like him for that. Like yeah. I don't mind him being smart and outsmarting the thing. Like that's great. I don't want him to use people in a cruel way to do it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's it's one thing when you're like screwing. Great the- reveal. Look at him in that outfit. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. Take out of it with my teeth. Can I just say I the contrast? Say he's the only one who looks good in that outfit. Well, him and Pike. Look well, good in that outfit. The contrast they between... look good in that outfit together when it's lying on the floor. You're the worst. Oh. The contrast between fine. Kirk and his stupid, like, cadet exam uniform, and then Spock and his, like, finely tailored piece of black fabulous. <laughs> just like... Well, I was going to say, I just, I do love how, like, he looks like he's been sewn into that. Like, Spock looks like he's been sewn into it. He probably like, has. Look at that. Look at him. Look Hi there. He probably has the best tailor in, like, all of Starfleet. He doesn't have a tailor. He probably taught himself how to sew. You're right. What am I saying? He does that shit himself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And his mom probably told him that it was best if it was pretty form-fitting. And he just, like, maintained <laughs> that level. Exactly. Uh, Let's see how he and Uhura met. <laughs> Vaginally? Oh, God. You know what? We're just gonna keep going. We're just gonna carry on. We're just gonna continue. I love Bones trying to keep a straight face in the background. 
He's like, Where's don't lie. I don't even see him. Uh, he was in a shot a second ago. He's like almost right behind think- Kirk. One of my friends is also an extra in this, and I keep trying to find her, and I never do, so. That's really cool. Hi, friends. Who, you know who you are. I'm... Did they even listen Sorry, to Sorry, I can't see you again. <laughs> oh, Spock, too far, too soon. I was about to say, honey, what are you thinking? He's not. He's being logical. But again, this plot point also makes no fucking sense. So, like, if... If you can't win the test, then why is it a cheat to win the... Like, it doesn't... Because the whole point of this test... I mean, like, I sort of understand where they're going. I also see your point. It's a psychological test. And instead of doing it's the test... It's about handling he... inevitable defeat gracefully. Yeah, and well, instead no, he basically... Like, there's no... But, but what's the what, what's the pass-fail on that, then? There is no pass-fail. I think that you then, just have to, then, like... If there's no pass-fail, then why is he being accused of cheating? That's what I mean. cheated. No, no, because they need to know how he will react in this situation. They need to have, like, a baseline, and they need to, like, make sure that he knows that this is a thing that can happen. It's basically like a psych test. Yeah, and instead he gets what? out of it. It's like like having someone else show up for the exam. Might as well. That's like bringing a fake dick to your drug test, Lepagus. It's like taping someone else's bag of beer into I your I know dick. that you brought a fake dick to your drug test, but, oh, yes. you know. Which made the whole thing really interesting, right? Right. <laughs> they were like pee on this oh. stick and you pulled out a first stick. Hold on, it's Carson. We missed you, Carson. Sorry, you got blown up. He shows up in the most random places. I saw him on an episode of The X Files from the fourth season the other day. Nice. nice. Yeah. Little Scottish bastard. Uh, Canadian actors in everything in Canada. Basically. Uh. Jim's face right here, like where he's smiling and like honestly trying to be happy for Bones. Yeah, it's really painful. Like, it, well, and I was about to say, and it really puts me on his side again. Yeah. Because, like, he's been a cocky shit this whole time. And then to see and Bones I realize? It. Well, and the fact that he's not, like, being a sulky teenager. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I think That's that Jim Kirk is, I think that Chris Pine plays a version of Jim Kirk who is a much lovelier person than the one that I saw in the one episode of the old Trek that I watched. Yeah. yeah. You know what? This, however, I have to say, as much as I agree that she belongs on the Enterprise because it's, like, the flagship. That's not why she's asking. I don't like this. This bothers me. Yeah. Well, I See, and it, just, it bothers me that Spock did it in the first place. Like, I don't mind that she calls him on it, but I really, I have a big problem with the fact that he did it. I have a big problem that, first of all, this is why you shouldn't fuck your teachers. Like, yeah. No, 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 sorry, guys. No, no, no. This is why you shouldn't fuck your students. This is all on him. Uh, Sure, okay, whatever. (laughs) However we want to play this. Like, that entire relationship dynamic is fundamentally problematic. I don't mind because I'm gross. Um, But I don't like the fact that, A, he did that, right? That he put her on a different ship. And that, B, that she, like, leveraged that to get on the Enterprise. Like, neither of those things sit well for me. It made me really uncomfortable. That was, like, a moment where I was, like, I'm not sure if I like Uhura. See, and that was, that was, for me, that was, I'm not sure if I like Spock. Because that, it makes no logical sense for him to have done it. Oh, it makes perfect logical sense that he did it. What was that? It makes perfect logical sense that he did it. No, if you want the best people on the best ship, then you put the best people on the best ship. If you're worried about, I think it's more about, like, he doesn't want the emotional entanglement of having her there. 
Now, whether or not it's fair that he stuck her on a different ship, that's, I don't think it is. But then the other option is that he puts himself on a different ship? No, I think the option is that he gets over it. That's not, like, I, that's not so much like an option of him getting over it. Like, who knows? Maybe it's Reg's. I think, like, that's one of those things where, like, you could look at it from three different perspectives and have three different pretty good arguments either way. But, like, it always sat weird with me, that entire scene. Okay, but guys, wait, did you see that? That was, like, a reverse of their initial shuttle ride, right? Because in the first one, Bones is all And they throw up on you, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is. (gasps) Speaking of beautiful, hi, Enterprise! Hi! (laughs) Hey, girl. Hey. I was about to say, when I was, like, six or seven, and the... Uh, Next Generation was on, I used to, like, cry because this ship was not real. Like, the Enterprise was not a place that I could go to. I know that's the Because the FBI basement doesn't have anything in it. (laughs) That you know of. No, we've asked. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm sure that they would tell us the truth. I'm totally sure that they're going to tell you all about what's in their basement, bro. That is true. I'm sure Mulder is real, too, and just waiting for me. Of course he is. And his 90s baggy pants. Great. His disgusting speedo. <laughs> You're oh, jealous. I never understood the attraction. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got enough for both of us. Fucking Red Shoe Diaries used to play on, like, Showcase at four in the afternoon. First pornography I ever watched. That aired okay, on, like, okay. regular Moving TV. On. We're now on the bridge. Yay. This is let's so not talk about Red Shoe Diaries. Whoever designed this is amazing, because this is so gorgeous. It's so beautiful. It is, it's very, very, like, it, it sits kind of weirdly for me, because it's unlike any Star Trek scene, set that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, like, that that kind of does bother me in some way, um, just because it really did seem like J.J. Abrams was, like, just ev- lens flare everywhere. Like, just everything has to have a spotlight on it. And yes. it's nice pretty but i don't know it looks odd to me coming from watching way too much star trek when i was a kid okay but here's the thing the bridge and the enterprise of tng looks like somebody's like weird 90s 80s living room (laughs) oh absolutely like there's there's no bridge that has looked good better than this like this will always be the most beautiful, you know, enterprise that ever has existed. Well, here's but. the thing. I think it's great that this looks like an Apple store, because an Apple store has always, to me, kind of looked like the future. Like, it's supposed to look like the future. But yeah. like any other Star Trek, it looked really contemporary, which you shouldn't have in sci-fi. Uh, hi, Sulu. Hi, Sulu. I do love that they did this bit. This yeah. is amazing to And me. that it turns out to be, like, a key plot point. Yeah. Like, at first you just think they're going for funny, and then you're like, oh no, that was really helpful. Yeah, because now they don't get butchered. Yeah. Like, he saved their lives by fucking up. Thank you, Sulu. We love you very much. You're the best, Sulu. I also love that the lighting they did on fucking Captain Pike's face there, so, like, his eyes were lit more than his mouth. Uh, I know, right? Ugh. So handsome. (laughs) Silverfax. I love, at some point, Jim has changed clothes, but Bones hasn't. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Jim Kirk takes his clothes off all the time. Probably can't uh, stop him. Probably not. Oh. Uh, Legal by the so, sequel. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say it. Legal what? Legal by the sequel. Oh my god. Yeah. Now I don't have to feel bad about thinking he's cute. You should. I was about to say, 
prove that was that there's like a whole tumblr like meme going on about that yeah doesn't hurt me like i didn't mind when he was less than legal well um, i tagged it for prue and i don't think you ever noticed and it made me sad <laughs> we are awful people and we deserve to go to hell i don't believe in hell so i'm all good the worst I'll be waiting for Castiel to rec- rescue me. <laughs> the worst? Why would you want him to rescue you? That would be like the beginning of the worst life ever. As long as I get to bone an angel, I'm good with it. <laughs> you shouldn't be really not that picky about your angels. Some of those, some of them are bad. Oh, Jim. Terrible. This is such, like, this whole sequence is so good for me. <laughs> I do love the slapstick. I do kind of really enjoy that they put in a lot of just dumb fucking. Because it disguise it like it's such a clever move to disguise boring exposition. Yeah, it does it so well because you have all of these visual things going on and like Jim Kirk's giant goddamn hands and he's all sweaty, amusing you so that you don't mind that they're basically doing a massive exposition dump. Exactly. Yeah. And then the numb tongue, and yeah, I mean, it's it really is very... But you guys know that during filming, when he was wearing those stupid, like, hand prostheses, yeah. he was slapping everyone, right? I would be. What else do you do with that? I can't even imagine. Yeah, and so apparently Carl Urban was, like, stabbing him super extra hard with the hypospaces in revenge. <laughs> yes, that is a good thing. That is a thing that you should do. Yes. Ugh. And then the the drilling thing that makes no fucking sense, but whatever. Can I say that that oh. drilling thing is like the shittiest looking drill platform I've ever seen in my life? That's how many view platforms you've seen. Enough. <laughs> okay. Let's all just remind ourselves: Spock was basically a Vulcan princess. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. I love girl Spock AUs where he actually is a Vulcan princess. Yeah. Like, please, please carry on on that line. That's my favorite. I was about to say, he he really, and he does it very well. Even, like, boy Spock is very clearly, you know, a princess. Yeah. In a super manly way, but still. Like, come on. Kirk is going to have to work hard to keep Spock in the manner to which he has become accustomed. Terrible. Oh my god, it happened again. What? Gatorade. What did you- For those of you listening, that is the third time MK has gotten orange Gatorade up her nose since we started talking <laughs> on Skype, and she's not drinking. Uh, MK, I really worry about your life, your choices, and like everything about you, basically. That's, that's reasonable. I hope that no one is ever scared of me because I am the person who like does this shit. Uh, Stop speaking up. He doesn't care that you read his dissertation. Well, if you want to win an argument, throwing in a little flattery can't hurt. Yeah. I actually hate that. Okay, it can only hurt if you do it to Prue. Well, our interns used to do that, and it made me feel bad for you, because I knew your argument was probably shit if you had to resort to that. Oh. (laughs) But here's the thing, Kirk's argument isn't bad, he just knows that, like, a good way to stop and get someone to, like, pay attention is to mention them. Yeah. Because everyone's well, really self So to mention the, the 
Narada, Naruda, whatever the name Narada. of it's a man thing. Vagina flower of doom. I love this douchebag on the xenolinguistics. Like, who let him on the bridge? This is what I'm saying, though. Like, Uhura should have been there from the first. Yeah. She's better. Ruh-ruh. I love all of these random, like, J.J. Abrams extras who, like, clearly just came in being like, hey, do you want to have, like, two lines in this movie? Sure. And they're like, yeah. hells yeah. I'm Wednesday. I would be like, I'm calling in sick to work because Star Trek. <laughs> Basically, right? Actually, to be serious, my boss would have been like, you're going to be on Star Trek? Go ahead. See oh, you yeah, in a totes. week. Totes magoots. Dun, dun, dun. Lots of chaos. I like to imagine that Engineer Olsen is a descendant of the Olsen twins. Why do you like to imagine that? I just like to think that, like, at some point, their genes became actually successful. (laughs) The Olsen twins are billionaires. They're fairly successful. Successful at making money, not successful at living. (laughs) I don't know. I'd feel pretty successful if I was a billionaire. I was gonna say. Eh. They could do better. They need to try harder. Don't listen to her, Olsen twins. You guys are doing fine. Yeah, like, they listen to this. Hopefully they don't. Hopefully they don't. They're gonna stop now. There's really nothing to say at this point because it's just like, oh, action, action, scary things happening. Well, I like uh, to like who was the person like waving flashlights around in this scene? That must have actually been kind of difficult. Okay, it must have been fun. Are you kidding? Like shaky cam. <laughs> No, one of my friends is actually, like, really good friends with the guy who's perched on top of the camera. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, with the cam- with, like, the flashlight. Nice. Shining it into the camera. Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Dun, dun, dun. Nice use of scene, Christopher. Spock's like, I beg your pardon? Uh, excuse me? I do like how polite Spock is. His mama raised him right. He did. Yeah, she did. Makes him feel a fucking lady. I'm really sad that she won't be at his wedding. She'll be there in spirit. Oh, Christ. I mean, yes. (laughs) Oh, Christ? (laughs) Plus, let's be real. While Sarek is going to be like, yeah, all right, you marry that Kirk boy. Like, Amanda would not be cool with that shit. No, because she's human. She knows, like, boys from Iowa just aren't no good. No, here's the thing. I think at first she would be, like, really against him, and it would be, like, the hilarious rom-com about, like, meeting the in-laws. And by the end, I think she and Kirk would, like, have a hilarious adventure and be bros. No. They would bond over how cute Spock is. He's so cute. I think she would hate him for all time. For all time. Hey, do you think that that screen is the one they're using for the prison cell? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Probably. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Nice. I do love the way they flip 
uh, like, the camera around to be like, it's space, dude. There's no up and down. There's no sound. Like, deal with it. Nope. I do enjoy that, too. Yeah. You're yeah. in free fall. Prepare the red matter. Prepare the, the dumbest no dumbest plot ever. Ugh. JJ, I know you like you some red balls, but seriously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's who doesn't, doesn't like a goddamn motherfucking scent? What I like here is that they have like this huge amount of it, and it only takes so little to fuck Vulcan. Like that's ominous. Yeah. No, I mean it's super ominous. It, it still super doesn't make sense, but yeah, you know. But good job on the ominousness. Yeah. Nanicity? Ominousness, Macy? Sure. Ominousness. Sure. I, I was about to say, Slashport listeners, I haven't been drinking at all, and this is what I'm like. Only one of us has been drinking. For justice? Yes, for justice in the American way, sweetie. Oh, I love this walk and talk. So good. So beautiful. Very West Wing. <laughs> yes, very West Wing. And very, I just, I love the fact that they're all like walking in sync, and oh, it's just so cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spock's like, um, hold up, bitch, please. No, wait. This is the opposite of what I wanted. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bro. He's like, I like mm. even Jim is kind of like, yeah. Sorry, dude. It's just the way it's gonna be. Whatever, gonna fuck shit up now. (sighs) (laughs) There's something about when he sits in that chair that just makes me really happy. Uh, It makes me happy, too, in my special place. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, in my lady parts, it makes me really happy. Terrible. Oh, red shirt guy. I do love that they did this, even though it's morbidly, it's morbid humor, it's still fucking hilarious. Yeah, like, as soon as you see those, you're like, dead. That dude's dead. That dude's super, super dead. So dead. I don't know who that actor is that played the part, but he really, really went balls to the wall with it. Which is what you have to do, right? Yeah. If you're going to be the red shirt, you may as well go full red shirt. Seriously. Flaunt it. Yeah. Uh, Everyone uh, laughing. Yeah, except he's really fucking good at it, so, you know. He is really good, but that's, like, the amazing payoff. Is like, he makes you wait, like, ten minutes before the payoff of the fencing comment. And when it happens, you're like, holy shit! Basically. Also, I know that I would be, like, scared shitless and, like, peeing my pants if I actually had to do it. But part of me really wants to, like, jump out of this spaceship with them. I would do it for real, like, any time. I was about to say, absolutely. I mean, I think that they really did a great job with this in terms of making it feel like, I don't, yeah, like, you want to go, too. Yeah, you're like, that looks terrifying, let's do it. And then the sound, the way they do this sound. As you enter the atmosphere. Exactly. Which, like, okay, yeah, in reality, they would burn up. But it's awesome. Nothing will ever be funnier to me than J.J. Abrams on the DVD commentary for this movie explaining the day that the original Chekhov came to visit the set. Oh, no. Was the day that um, 
Chris Pine and John Cho were filming, like, the scene where Chris Pine has to, like, catch John Cho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're, like, just talking. They're, like, clutching each other, spinning quickly on a mirror in a parking lot. <laughs> and J.J. Abrams was like, I'm aware this looks like the worst movie ever made. <laughs> But this is going to look amazing when it's done. I promise you it'll look good. <laughs> Whatever. That guy was on original Star Trek. He was probably like, man, it looks legit. <laughs> I was about to say, I would be really shocked if uh, the guy who played Chekhov wasn't just like, yeah, that looks basically like what we did. Yeah. Looks the same. Cool. Except it didn't turn out well at all back mm-hmm. then. The fucking red shirt is like, I'm the fucking best! I don't know why he does Olson. Olsen, see you later. See, apparently the Olsen family has not learned anything. Okay. I forgot that this Olsen was the same Olsen who... Yeah. Sorry, dude. I guess the lineage remains strong. <laughs> but, you know, once again, the stupidity of having only one person have the charges. Yeah, like, seriously? Always split up your food and your weapons and shit among all of your people. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. And you took your helmet off. Why? Because he's so beautiful. He had to share that with the world. Basically. He's it's like, like the moment Vulcan. in the Avengers where they take off, they rip off Captain America's hat for no particular reason. It's just, you know, you want to see as much of Chris Evans' face as possible. Well, to be fair, he looks really stupid in that cowl. Well, because yeah, that cowl is really stupid. Yeah. But, uh, sorry Avengers fandom, but it is. It is dumb. That's why we don't mind him out of it. Yeah. yeah. I love how he's just hitting people with that helmet. <laughs> Way to be. James Kirk. <laughs> He's like, shit, what do I have? A helmet. Good thing I <laughs> took it off to reveal my beautiful face. Uh, There's really no good space for Sulu right now. <laughs> there really isn't. Like, but under, hey, over. Yeah. Go stab some Romulans. John Cho's beautiful face finally coming out. Yeah. Ugh. He's so good. I do, I really do want more of Sulu just being a fucking badass. Me too. I could just watch, like, Sulu kicking ass all day. Right? Sulu was my favorite from the original series, no lie. Like, I love Spock, I love Jim, but, mm, Sulu. Do you know what I really want for some reason? What? Oh, God. I really want, like, I, you know, I love, like, these big action movies and these, like, Baroque sequences, but in terms of, like, things that really, like, speaks to my heart. I always love the scenes of the sort of in-between stuff, like the really quiet things, like, because I can't always be on the verge of disaster, right? Like, it's impossible. Yeah. Right. And I would love a scene where Sulu, like, has control of the calm um, because Kirk and Spock are, like, down, like, at a harvest festival or some shit, like, being bored to death. Being hand He's trying to teach someone how to parallel park the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just so that I would love. Yeah, that would be great. I'll see if I can make that happen for you, baby. God, this is so much vodka. (laughs) 
we're not even... We're like about halfway through the movie. You have to stay sober-ish. You have to, for like you have to stop. Another hour. I ate yeah. food. It's okay. It's absorbing the alcohol. Honey, no. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought. <laughs> and remember how that worked out for us. Remember, <laughs> you know, listeners don't actually know because we did you the courtesy of editing that shit out. We edited yeah, but for all time. The crew, I think it would be awkward if you got banned from such a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be really tough for everyone. I would be like, Mayor, I need you to be my new co-host for a year. And she'd be like, I'm too busy going to concerts. See you never. I just wanted to say. No worst cash report. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so much angry hate mail. <laughs> oh, God. No. Okay, what you could do is you could have, like, on uh, Bones, the TV show, you could have, like, a rotating stable of, you Slash know... Slash report interns? <laughs> I'm gonna call them interns. <laughs> and never remember their names. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, have you been on here before? Oh, okay. Here's what we're talking about. Make some jokes. <laughs> and then I would make them also, like, you know, produce and keep us on track, and they would fail at it. Oh my god. Another point where I just fell in love with Jim, because he doesn't even think about it. He's, he's like, jumps. cool, we're going. <laughs> right there, that minute, that's where he's like, oh shit, this was probably not a good idea. Well, I think how he yells after him, honey, he can't hear you. He really can't hear you. Also like right this. Right here, right here, John Cho. On a mirror. Hugging, spinning on a mirror in a parking lot. <laughs> Beautiful. I also love that Kirk's shoot fails, because that's, like, something that would definitely happen to Jim Kirk. Yep. He's like, I'm so like, heroic! Look how bad I say! Fuck! Worst. Everyone loves this scene. I can do that. Because it's an adorable scene, and it's the one time that Chekhov doesn't fail. Oh, don't be mean. Don't He's be mean like to Chekhov. Well, dude, sorry, but he, you know... No, he's great. Leave him alone. His testicles have barely descended. Yeah. Well, they... Look at his, like, beautiful young skin. Wow, MK, you just... I was about to say, um, MK, we've gone to a place that I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> You're the one who's, like, legal in the sequel, and, like, you. now you're taking it to, like, creepy... <laughs> I'm glad well, they didn't fall on that ball thing in the center. That would have sucked. Like, I know that's I'm not pretty how- sure that how they currently fell sucked anyways. Well, yeah. And I know that's, like, not how transporters work, but still. It's fine. Also, this beautiful pose. Like, why did he do this? I don't know, and I don't care. It's beautiful. I think that he knows that he was going to be landing on some, like, shaky-ass ground. Yeah. By the way, I know where that is, and it doesn't... It looks actually quite a lot like that, but the... the Jutting rocks aren't real, but a lot of this is. Where did they actually film this then? It's up in, um, 
not near Sacramento, near, it's near, actually, it's near the, the lake bed that we went to. Oh, really? Yeah. We need to go back to that place. Yes, we do. We need to go back. That place is amazing. It is. We're talking about El Mirage, by the way, uh, which is a place just outside of LA that's, if you guys can go, go. It's It's pretty astonishing. It feels like you're on an alien planet. Yeah. And if you can go with Lepagus, she'll do donuts in her car. Exactly. I, I really yeah, feel you like... refer to them as skid. Oh, sorry, dude. Uh, you'll refer to them as skid marks, which is super great. Classy. Um, I yeah. think that when they settle Vulcan Two finally, and they have a new council, they really need to have someone in the chamber who's just there to be like, "Shit, yo, we got to evacuate." Like, just someone who's not doing whatever they're doing in there that they didn't notice the plan. <laughs> Trying to recruit Spock to do it. Yeah, oh, like, no, this is terrible. Like, this is uh, so awful. Like, I think I yelled a little in the theater when I saw this. Yeah, no. And then you're like, why did you stand on that cliffside? Come on. Maybe because she's not Vulcan. Ugh, this is just so heartrending. Yeah. Uh. And it, like, it, mm, it looks like he has freckles and it's, like, ultra sad. The freckles of sadness super add to it. Yeah. You know it's true. Yeah, whatever, Chekhov. Nice going. You're, like, the worst Lepikins. <laughs> Please never work with, like, new employee development or interns. No, I'm I'm super not good with, like, young, impressionable youths. I, I tend to make them cry. Hilarious fact, they always used to make me work with the interns. They make yeah, me work with you the pretend interns. to be nice. Sure, you're good at that. I am. Inside, you hate and then everyone. People realize, oh, oh. Uh. See, I don't know. I I feel like they could have done that more emotionally effectively. Because I'm kind of like, oh, okay. I think like we have this and then you start crying. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but I feel like the interesting thing about this, right, is that. While they definitely could have done that in a more emotionally affecting way, I actually prefer this because the sudden shock of it is so extraordinary, you don't really think about it. And it's only now, like in the fallout, that you really yeah. start to think like, oh, the Lord. Yeah. The idea of being an endangered species is so horrible. You should probably have life-affirming sex, Spock. <laughs> like, that is... we're clearly thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. this is, I like her. I'm like, you're a good... You are... Aside from being a good girlfriend, you are a bro. Yeah, like, she she has, like, the right... She has a good head on her shoulders. She a does. good head for life-affirming boning. Yep. I like that there's still physical buttons in the turbo lift. I would be yeah. sad if there were no longer physical buttons in my life. I like buttons. <laughs> Put away the stoli. It's fine. It's good for me. It's, I don't know about good for you. Isn't tonight Tuesday? Fuck you! <laughs> and That's it's 9.15 where you are? That's a really good you know, quite a while. Shit. I like your logical response there, Prue. Very Vulcan. Fuck you. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I remember a lot of fandom being like, oh my gosh, you know, he rejects her. I'm so glad that he rejects her in the scene. And I was like, I don't see that at all as rejection. No, he's not like, rejecting her. Yeah. 
I see this as absolutely him being like, you know, thank you for giving me basically what I needed right now. And now I just need to like be a robot for a while, please. Exactly. Hura, I love you. Even though, even more than I love you, I covet your hair. Did anyone notice that parts of this ship are weirdly sparkly? It's like someone put, like, black and gold glitter on things. Yeah. This, nothing about this ship makes any sense to me, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I do like how J.J. Abrams preserved the tradition of the space bug to torment or torture people. Well, what else are they for? Other than, you know, Babelfish. Yeah. And he's walking around in water and electric wires. Okay. It's sure. the future. <laughs> what does that even mean? It means that th- those wires are, like, so protected with future technology. Don't even worry about it. It's I'm safe. super, super worried. This is, like, so. the future of the future. Of the future. There's, like, so many future levels here. <laughs> I'm all the worried right now. You shouldn't be. I'm totally sober. <laughs> that's I think that's why I'm furry. Uh, uh, I think I'm gonna lie down. You know what? This is uh, this scene where I'm like, I don't care about anything that's happening here, even though Captain Pike is in, like, horrible danger. You know, like when you're reading yeah. a romance novel and they have, like, the half chapter that's from the bad guy's perspective? No, because my romance novels aren't shitty. Alright, well, when you... No, but I know what you're talking about, because fantasy novels do that a lot, too. Right? And you're just like, I'm gonna skip this part, I don't care. Yep. Nobody cares about the villain's motivations. No. That's why I'm really hoping that the new one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't... I don't don't care why he's doing bad things. Don't explain it. Just let him do it. Just let him do it, because people do bad things. I'm so pissed off that he's not Cybok. Me too. He would be perfect as Cybok. He would have been a great Cybok, but, you know. Oh, well. I actually took, like, a workplace survey at my last job. Wouldn't he have been better as Cybok if everyone agreed with me? Yeah, but your last place is, like, not one that I would say is indicative of the general, like, public. Unless you're talking about the general public of, like, crazies and evil people. Yeah. Yeah. It even looks exactly like the bug from what's it? Oh, that's not cool, man. I can't look. It's too gross. It's over. It's over. Cool. Like, even the gold are better than that. Out of the chair. Ugh, so beautiful. So good for me. Fine. Just makes me really happy when Spock is in charge. You know, the more I'm watching this, the more, you know, I'm convinced this is basically just a fanfic AU. Yeah. yeah. Like, in a really, like... J.J. Abrams is a BNF. <laughs> well, basically, because, I mean, they do exactly all of the same things that, that uh, AU fanfics do. They repeat lines of dialogue from the original. They, you know, have homages and stuff like that. It's really, like, I, I, which I have no problem with. But, you know, it really is kind of interesting to see where they're going to go with the next movie based on 
that. Yeah. I'm sure the answer to that is up Kirk's butt and around the corner. That's where his prostate is. Go for it. That is not- I don't think it's around the corner. I'm pretty sure. It's the future. We don't know how his butt works. If you never investigated a butt, MK, like, I don't, that's not where. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to carry on with my life and pretend the butts are a really lot cleaner than they are. Ugh. This conversation is all just terrible. This conversation is butts. Basically. I like that it took them, like, two minutes to get to the alternate reality theory. Well, you know. They're a lot fast. I do like that Bones and Spock have exactly the same posture for a second. Yeah. It's probably part of the reason they don't like each other so much is in some ways they're really alike. They're super alike. They should I mean, probably- first of all, they both kind of can't decide whether they want to bone Jim or kill him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Bones knows that he doesn't want to bone Jim. Except oh, when he's I don't drunk. know, man. When he's drunk, I bet he thinks it's a good idea. <laughs> and he's drunk a lot, let's remember. Yeah. And some conflicting times for him. <laughs> uh, dude, why do you think that this is a good plan? Like, seriously. Dude, he just jumped Thank off you. of, like, a thing onto a planet to save Sulu. He's like, if I can do that, I bet I can take out the whole bridge and a Vulcan. I can be there. I can make it anywhere. Yeah. You know what, Spock? Very first dumb. decision that you've made... That I'm, like, A-plus. <laughs> Ejecting Kirk from the ship. Get his ass out. I like his stupid face when he wakes up. He's like, what? Well, you know. Sorry, boo. Yeah, he totally, totally, totally did that. I know that they didn't mean for this, but, like, in my mind, he still looks all weirdly swollen from, like, the inevitable prednisone that you have to take. Every time you have a really bad allergy attack. Yeah. <laughs> He's still go- I was about to say, a lot of shit has gone down for, you know, In like Jimmy. 48 hours. Sorry, boo. Sorry your pants are so weirdly fitted. I'm impressed with the tailoring in this movie, though, because it didn't, I didn't realize until, like, seeing actual shots of Chris Pine that he had a gigantic head and a teeny tiny little body. Yeah, it's true. Um, Like, he looks pretty normal. I have a science question. Are you (laughs) actually going to attempt to science this? No, well, not science, science. I have a science fiction question. Okay. Uh, Everyone refers to the monster here as the Cloverfield monster. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's from one of JJ's other movies. Called Cloverfield. Okay. How did you... Never mind. You're so pretty. No, (laughs) it wasn't... I don't think it was that big a hit. It wasn't. Yeah, so there's no real reason why MK would have heard of it. This is the Cloverfield monster. The other... The Cloverfield monster is the big one that we see in a minute. Yeah, that's what I thought. It it isn't exactly the one. It just... It has, like, the same kind of mouth, basically. Yeah. So that's why they call it the Cloverfield monster. You've determined it, generally speaking. I don't like watching movies. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying internet. Alright. Well, and you don't actually ever see the monster, I think, in Cloverfield, but whatever. But you know it's milk yeah. as well. There we go. Have you noticed that, like, J.J. Abrams has a sort of obsession with, like, tampon-shaped objects that open? 
<laughs> you, you do, are super the best in grown-upping. I do what I want. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sorry, Spock. This still doesn't make any goddamn sense. Don't nope. worry about it. That cloud looks like an eyeball in space. It does. A cool eyeball, but, like, yeah. You know. I think a lot of what J.J. Abrams did was basically, like, you know, just make the effects beautiful enough and make what's happening on screen interesting enough that the like, plot's not really going to matter. Yeah. You're too busy having feelings and being like, that's beautiful. Exactly. I think I've actually explicitly given that as writing advice to someone before. I was like, look, not every plot can be great. Yeah. So when it sometimes is like this plot blows, you just have to overwhelm people with feelings so they don't notice how stupid your plot is. (laughs) Uh, See everything I've ever written. Exactly. (laughs) Basically. You guys are the best. Yeah. We're super, super amazing. I feel like Spock, like, being on this ice planet must be the worst for him. Because he's used to, like, the fire or whatever desert of Vulcan. He must be freezing. He probably is, and he doesn't understand why Jim is still clothed and not, like, naked in a sleeping bag with him right now. Yeah, he's like, you know, I've been in this situation, like, 8,000 times with my Kirk. Why aren't you naked yet? Ah, tampon coat. Tampon coat is the best? No. Just love it. Just keep in. I hate both of you so much right now. You love me. You think <laughs> no. I'm pretty. Wait, what is that wrong? <laughs> I don't know, but we don't sing it. It's you think I'm sexy. You no. date me. No. You want to kiss me? No. <laughs> no. No, Jim. I know where that theme of yours has been. <laughs> At a drug testing facility. Oh, this is the worst. Like, again, like, I understand, like, narratively why they say, you know, did I know my father and blah, 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 blah. But, like, within the logic of the movie, it just makes no goddamn sense. Like, ugh. So much of this is just... If you had just sat down for another, like, week or so, guys, and not gotten drunk every time you were trying to write this... I don't know. I always think, like, some of these movies, I feel like the sh- the faster they write it on the fly while filming and the drunker they are when it happens, the better it is. Like, the first Iron well, Man they, movie. Well, to drink more, then. Because there's, like, I, I still love this movie so much, but, like, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, okay, what? That's probably stuff they added in during the editing process. They were like, guys, too many feelings, not enough plot, let's fix this. And someone else was like, well, this is gonna blow. <laughs> Actually, you know, to be completely serious, I do actually feel that trying for, like, not every story requires a brilliant plot, and oftentimes trying to have one is more detrimental than just letting it be a wallow. Yeah, but that's not what a movie is. A movie, is, like, that, that, that would be fine for, like, a short film. But, like, a movie needs to sustain itself. And in order to do that, like, it's it's like saying that, you know, I don't know, a, a, a tent is can be more beautiful than a house. Well, yeah, sure. But, like, if you're going to build a house, you have to have, like, a foundation. You can't just, you know, have feelings for two okay, hours. so wait. I've been waiting my whole life for them to make a fucking Harper Hall first two books movie. 
And it would just be feelings and, like, some fucking psychic fake dragons or whatever and music. And I would be super happy. Like, nothing happens in those first two books. <laughs> but that would well, make a no, great we'll, movie. We'll get on that. As soon as, as soon as I buy one of the studios, MK, I will, I will make that happen for you. Don't do it! It'd be I such will. a best-selling, like, children's movie. It's gonna be great. Don't do that to me. I don't know oh my god! This guy. Name. What's this guy's name again? I I don't know, but I love him. I don't remember. He's lovely though. Something. He He's just so completely unimpressed. Well, both of them are like, uh, Scotty. Yeah, Scotty's like, "Fuck you!" Did you bring food? Basically, which you know what? Totally valid. Yeah. I love that this is clearly just a warehouse. Yeah, and it looks like shit. Like, it's got actual fluorescent bulbs in it and shit. Isn't this the Budweiser factory? Could be. Wasn't this just, like, another section of the Budweiser factory, I feel? I can ask my friends. Tribble! Sorry. Tribble. Oh, it is a Tribble. I've never noticed that before. Normally, I really like Scotland, but today I hate Scotland. That's okay. I will love Scotty enough for both of us. I love Scotty. I just hate Scotland. I understand. And to all viewers from Scotland, this is nothing against your fine country. It's part of our magical week. Don't worry about it. It's just part of our magical week. It's Tuesday. (laughs) Do we need to pause for you to have feelings? No. <laughs> all right. Uh, I do like that Kirk basically went around and like all of these bug fuck insane people that he encountered. He was like, "Yes, I will take one of each." One of each. You know was, what? <laughs> he was putting together his crew. Like, it up. Woman who hates me and wants to set me on fire. Check. Dude who choked me to death. Check. Whatever, who liked it. You know, yeah. <laughs> Periodically cleans cysts off my dick. Check. <laughs> Check. To be fair, if you're going to have all those people with you on your crew and you're going to try and bang a lot of them and a lot of strangers, you want the dick cyst remover guy. <laughs> oh, totally. Hey, he better be permanent. That guy better have the greatest oh, yeah. benefits. Bones is, Bones is definitely MVP. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Keeping that thing running. Can you imagine being actual best friends with Jim Kirk? Like, how much you would want to, like, set on fire just all the time? Uh, it's kind of already my life, so I'm good. Who the fuck is Jim Kirk? Crystal. You are. Or Prue. Yeah, Crystal and Prue combined into, like, one super being. Oh, (laughs) Lord, that's terrifying. Right? Crystal's naked even more than I am. Yeah, she's always naked. Like always. I gotta meet this girl. <laughs> She's taken. Oh, I'm sure she is. That's not why we're naked, anyways. Yeah, it's true. She's naked professionally. You know. Okay. That. She's an artist you know model. What art model? Oh, I thought she was like a burlesque dancer. <laughs> no. What? what? I don't have any problem with that either. <laughs> Why would your brain go to burlesque? Because, hello. Naked what? Yeah, naked Like, what? I don't know a lot of professions that require nudity. 
awesome professions. Legend, well, wait for it. Dairy professions. Oh my god. Thank you. We need to move on. <laughs> we can't. We are stuck here for another 40 minutes. Oh god. We're trapped in the future. <laughs> it's the worst. I want to go back. <laughs> Where's Marty McFly in that goddamn car? <laughs> Where's my fucking hoverboard? No, I'm not worrying for you. <sighs> worst. I kind of want to eat a lot of bad things right now, but I don't have any, and it's really upsetting. That's bad. I have some goldfish. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm gonna eat them and think of you. I have vodka. Okay, are these not like the shittiest teleport things you've ever seen? Like, it seriously looks like urinals. Hold on. Like, I seriously love that little moment between him and his bro, like, so much. Yeah. It's beautiful. Scotty, you're a beautiful, beautiful creature. Aww. Jim Kirk is wow, Jim that was totally I'd hit that expression on his Exactly. Yeah, it seriously was. He's like, hey. That is like the greatest Jim Kirk, like, hey. That was a hey girl. Hey girl. Hey. So you're telling me that this is the same factory, right? I don't know. I feel like it might be, but I'm not sure. I'll find out. I'm not really like an expert on filming locations. Also, I'm really drunk right now. Alright. Yes, we know. I do love that. They decided that, like, the teleport would be successful over such a great distance to a moving target, etc., but that the stupidest thing would happen, and you wind up in the tank. Like, well, I was about to say, like, the slapstick thing comes back, and I do really enjoy that. Yeah. And it's, like, a nice break. This is almost just scenery porn. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like, this is very much, like... Alright, this is fun to look at. It's completely unnecessary, except for the fact that, like, it makes Jim look even more hilarious as a fail. Well, yeah. he is. You're supposed to be like, that dude is, like, the champion of failing upwards. Yeah. He's definitely the champion. Oh, God. I love it. Go, 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 go! I mean, I know there's no way that he could have cushioned that fall, but it's still like. Ah. <laughs> uh, well done. So well done. I like that. Like, how did Kirk get back on board? And how did he bring a friend? Where did he even make a friend in the, like, six hours since we last saw him? I was gonna say, I don't think Spock even cares. I think Spock's just like, well, now I'm just gonna have to straight up murdering him. <laughs> That's why they have the autoerotic asphyxiation scene. Yep. I'm so angry. Has anyone written, like, a shitty Fifty Shades of Grey AU of this yet? I, I think it's called all of the, like, kink meme, basically. Yeah, like, all oh, of okay. me. You know he's been waiting, like, three years to say that. Yeah. <laughs> he's with me. Spock is just like, really, dude? Ugh, Jim. You are never more attractive than you are in this scene. Seriously, he's just, like, really beautiful. I get, like, weirdly happy when I see this. 
And like when he's like, okay, not gonna work. Weak point, you. I do find this scene really interesting because as someone, I think one of the writers of this movie pointed out, like the the fundamental breaking point of anything in the Star Trek series is like hurting someone's feelings. Yeah, it's yeah. true. They're like, how much your feelings hurt? Done. Basically. Man, Jim must feel really strongly about this. He's seriously, dif- like, making his attempts to hit this difficult right now. Yeah. But he has to, like, avenge his parents before he can try to hit that again. Fair. Fair enough. I don't Isn't Winona still alive? Mm-hmm. Wait, we don't know where she is. Wait, what? She's dead. No. Winona? No, not necessarily. We don't know where she is. Pretty sure she's, she's dead. She's not important at this point to the scene. Hi, that. Hi. Such a fucking what? lady. I love this. Hand uh, him his ass. Choke him out. I hear you. I got you some choking. I hear bitches love choking. I hear bitches love choking. I do love how nobody does anything except, like, his dad. And his dad is like, Spock, go to your room. I love how everyone is like, well, you know, he earned it. Well, yeah, I was about to say, probably every single person on this bridge has at some point wanted to choke him out. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of them are like, yes, my fantasy coming true. (laughs) Like, Ahura's like, why did you stop? Why did you stop? Hi, boo. Hi. Although that is a question. Like, do we feel... A, I'm assuming they pursue the Ahura Spock relationship in the next movie. Like, how does everyone feel about it? Fine with it. I feel really good about. She's a badass. What did you say? Yeah. Like, I think if there are problems, like, I don't, I don't see a lot of problems in their relationship as it is in this movie, even though a lot of people do. But I think that you know, I think canonically it's going to be like three or four years later. Yeah. Anyway. And so I feel like those problems will have gotten themselves ironed out. You know? And it would, just, it would really be nice to see some sort of stable relationship in the Star Trek universe, because God knows there aren't many. I guess. But sometimes, and I know that this is, like, out of left field or whatever, but sometimes I'm like, who are I think you could do better? <laughs> and that's really, like, not correct. Better than the Vulcan princess? Yeah, because I feel like she should be the princess in that relationship. And sometimes Spock is just, like, such a diva. How, how is anybody going to out-princess Spock? I don't know. But I feel like Uhura should have the chance to be that princess. I don't know. I think, I think Spock would treat her pretty well. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like there's something lacking sometimes. Mm. Well, we'll see. Like, I'm I'm really looking forward to that aspect of uh, the next movie. Just because I've seen the, like, promos and the... I haven't seen anything you know, in it. I don't want any spoilers. And they're super... Well, let's just say there's, it, it, it's super convincing to me. Okay.
Also, I just kind of want to see Spock get dumped. <laughs> you want to see Jim and Bones try to get him to get drunk. Well, you just have to give him some Give him a Toblerone. Yeah, seriously. That would be pretty great. Hand him a chocolate orange. He's good. <laughs> Worst. Ugh. See, this is why I really, really love Sarek. His also, I neck? enjoy the fact that you can see Zachary Quinto's former eyebrow ring scar. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. <laughs> like, way to be sequence. From Spock's wild and crazy days. <laughs> Basically. Wow, you know what I just wondered? If Spock, like, had that eyebrow ring, maybe once upon a time he, he, he had, got He like, human tattoos. eyebrows? He got a tattoo? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Probably. I like to imagine that his human heritage means that he had human eyebrows, and he just kept shaving it until he got Vulcan eyebrows. Nice. It's not really how... No. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. the future. <laughs> okay. Like reverse laser hair removal, only you would like implant the hair. I, I, it's like hair eyebrow club for men. Yeah. Okay. We we get it. We get it. Okay. This this is turning into super quality. I like you thought this was going to go any other way. Seventeen. He's seventeen. <laughs> yes. Oh, Spock. Hi, Spock. You're so beautiful. You know, I've never noticed this before, but Kirk sort of shrinks in on himself a little. Well, I think he's probably still intimidated by Spock. Yeah. Not like, I just thought Spock he probably feels guilty. Either way, yeah. guilt. I think it would be, it'll be interesting, like, to see what happens if they ever have a conversation about why he did this. Ugh. Beautiful. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I was about to say, I was talking to myself for like 15 seconds being like, oh, this is great. Me Wait. too. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I looked over and I was like, she's gone. <laughs> High five. We <laughs> Total are, distance five. We are we are clearly baller. Nice. Right. See, and I'm there. Ready? Good. Yep. On my mark. Go. Go. Uh, one of the best, like, just horn shots of the entire movie. Right? Like, I could just watch the Enterprise do shit all day. Exactly. Well, and then rising out of the clouds, and yeah. you realize, oh, it's fucking Saturn. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Stunning. This is exactly what I wanted out of this movie. Also, I like that, like, half the bridge crew now has, like, the startings of black eyes. <laughs> you know what? Like, this is this is the only part, like, if you think about it, like, in a really sober way, like, there's not much crew left. No. A lot of them are gone. A lot of them died. And the ones that are left have, like, already been through hell and have to keep going. Basically. Ugh, beautiful. I love that Sulu's face there is, like, the sadness of, like, I'm probably going to be captain next. This yeah, pretty blocked. much. 
in Kirk's face when Uhura and Spock are like, oh. Ah. Make up. Hi. I really approve of the makeouts. Yeah, it's pretty great. I love her, like, delicate touch to his chin when they kiss. I know, right? And See, that's why, like, I, I think that she's okay with him being the princess. Yeah, maybe she's the prince. Maybe you're right. I, think she, I was about to say, I think she's the, the knight in shining armor. That makes sense. In yeah. that case, then, I want to see, like, you know, just her saving the shit out of him. You know yeah. what? I very rarely say this. I just don't want that. <laughs> That's okay. I can want it enough for both of us. No, I know. But, like, normally speaking, like, whenever there's, like, a sort of, like, non-traditional pairing or something that I'm, like, not necessarily immediately interested in, I'm always like, yeah, you, I can be convinced, right? Like, I'm easy. Mm-hmm. I'm easy, like, Sunday morning. Just win me over. But, like, yeah, I don't really want that. Well, that's totally fine. Which I mean, you've, you've, you've got your OTP right here. Shooting things. Shooting everything. Being oh, my hate. God. How do they hit anything? Like, they're... Oh, God, these kids. They're morons. They're <laughs> beautiful morons, though. How did either of them graduate from the academy? I don't think seriously. <laughs> Isn't there, like, a dumbass test you have to pass? Well, it was the Kobayashi Maru. Okay, you're right. And one of them designed it, and the other one cheated, so. Yeah. Yep. Like, what's going on? Who knows? I do like how, I don't know, Nero kind of runs and walks in this weird way. But I really... I don't know. It just, it's an interesting movement. He doesn't look human, basically. Well, Eric Bana is very good. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Nicely done. Oh, cadets, be useful. What you're doing right now is not useful. He's trying. The cadets on the ground? Oh, they're trying. <laughs> Okay, right. That's true. I do enjoy the the entire conceit of not everyone was on the bridge, not everyone was in a command position, but as a default of this mission, and so many people were getting killed, they all kind of got like kicked up the ladder really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, congratulations, you've been promoted. Now attend 800 funerals. Well, I was about to say, it's, it's very actually reminiscent of World War One, where that happened to a huge degree. Like, there were officers and, you know, captains and things like that who were, like, 22. Yeah. Um, because just everybody was getting killed. I, I love know. this moment so. where Kirk is like, I can't let Spock know that I met future Spock. And Spock is like, you clearly met future Spock. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's, it's really obvious. Of just like, yeah, hi. Hi. And then, of course, I can't look at this scene without thinking of the blooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do the <laughs> I miss her vagine. <sighs> oh, Jim. I love you. <laughs> this is so cute. fascinating. Oh, so cute. Oh, oh, my cute. heart. I'm going to read all the fic tonight. I'm going to be so tired tomorrow gonna be great i love you spock stay with me forever in my heart 
I'm sure you will. Okay, the way the legs fold up into that thing, though, is fucking weird. Yeah, agreed. I do find it interesting, though, because the original format of the series is very much about, like, let's meet these people. Uh, They're different than us, but that's great. And then for a movie format, though, that doesn't really work. Right. Yeah. So you kind of, like, as a result of changing mediums, you've lost the original spirit of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see where the film goes, like the sequel. Yeah. Well, and uh, people have talked about that a lot in that, like, in a, in a really angry way of, like, the the reboot has really lost a lot of the feel of the original series, which is true, but you have to remember that the original movies, like, aside from a few of them, are quite boring. Yeah. You know? Yes. There's, there's, there's very little conflicts, and that's great as a theory, but makes for very difficult movies to watch like i love me some wrath of khan and stuff like that but i fast forward through a lot of it i think the trick here is they have to show like all kinds of different alien races binding together to fight off like the couple of bad seeds yeah like they really just need more aliens yeah i agree with that id i see you (laughs) yes you are life with a four. Oh my god, I'm I'm imagining you trying to be thug right now, MK. My gesture for thug is like the same as my gesture for business. You have a gesture for you know what? Let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah, let's just let that sit. Let's just let that stew. Have the bridge. By the bridge. Hmm? Oh. <laughs> I love how he's just like Rah! He's just having a lot of feelings right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those movies that like okay, under intense scrutiny, like just does not hold up narratively speaking but i do not care at all no it's a well it's a ride it's a ride of a movie yeah Yeah. that's the fun part of it i think i really enjoy watching it i just like i don't think about it very hard yeah oh no way would he survive this but you know we're just gonna let that go yep Thank you for lifting me up. (laughs) Ah, Kurt, you and Cliffs. (laughs) Yep. This guy has such a douchey face. 
I think that's Zachary Quinto's brother. Really? The guy strangling him? No, yes. that's, um, I can't remember his name, but he's a character actor. He's, that's not Sequence's brother. Oh. Okay, cool. I like that, like, the bottom of that ship looks like it just goes on into infinity and then the universe. <laughs> that's super deep, MK. No, I don't mean that to be deep. I just mean, like, it looks like you're on drugs when you look down. How do you know you're not on drugs, okay? I was born like this. Because that's a solution. Well, you know. Everything's going to hell anyway. You may as well. Dun, dun, dun. I love this. This is a like, beautiful This is very much the, like, cavalry coming in. Yeah. Even though the cavalry is one goddamn motherfucking ship. Also, I like the idea that, like, you know, he could have maybe avoided those missiles, but if the Enterprise is going to shoot them, that's just creating bigger explosions, which must be harder for him to dodge. <laughs> like, did no one think of that? No, it's fine. He's, look, he's doing just fine. No, I like how they're all running. Where are they running away to? Like, that's another point that I don't get. Don't worry about it. It's like, it was a suicide motion for them, too, wasn't it? These people right, are clearly sorry. not bright. Yeah, clearly. Like, I'm. if this is the future, I'm kind of glad I'm it's here in the, the present day. It's the future of, like, space mining. Don't worry about it. You don't future think is full of dumbasses. Yeah. Oh, hey. I like how Spock is kind of like, hey, I'm alive. Okay, cool. Like, that was exciting. It. I have to say that, like, anytime anyone says, don't worry about it to me, I just worry endlessly. Yeah, we know. That's we why know. It's one of my favorite things to say to you. <laughs> I know, MK. I know. Don't worry about it. Instant worry. Yeah, good job, Scotty. Red matter everywhere. Dun 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 dun. Shit's all fucked up. <laughs> Shit's fucking gray into darkness. <laughs> you truly have a narrative mind for the ages, MK. Star Trek, shit's getting cray. The sequel. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I should be a movie producer. Clearly. <laughs> okay, MK, I say this is somebody you would be so much better at. <laughs> oh, this moment. I just love how they, like, turn their backs to him. It's like, he can probably still hear you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's secret. I'm No. Boom. That's like the moment a friendship is formed. Is when Kirk's like, cool, we'll just fuck those bitches up. And Spock's like, thank you. Well, it's like that. It's like that thing, you know, you like thing, I like thing, friend, you hate thing, I hate thing, best friend. <laughs> best United friend based on mutual hate. Yeah. I do find it interesting that they don't dwell at all on the fact that this guy murdered Jim's father too yeah like it's not ever really addressed like 
Kirk's man pain is never really talked about. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Weirdly, I think Kirk is better at keeping his man pain tucked than Spock is. Oh, totally. Kirk's man pain is older than Spock's is. Yeah, that too. Like, I feel like the moment that Kirk actually has to deal with his man pain is when he finally takes on, like, his stepdad. There you go. Yeah. That's gonna be the moment. I feel like you guys should have probably peaced out earlier than this. Just saying. No, but they wanted to sit around and swag. Yeah, but that's the problem. Is that the correct usage of swag? This is probably what Star Trek The Sequel is going to address. Is Jim's obsession with swag. I don't don't think... Never mind. Let's, Let's never talk about this again. Let's move on. Good. Good. Right, row. Yeah, I feel like this point... At this point, no one really cared anymore. They're like, we know you're going to get out of it. Just Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember watching this in the in the movie theater and being like, you didn't really need to do this part. Yeah, like, we were fine. This is, you know, this is kind of... This, is, this is non-funny slapstick. I'm glad basically. they did the science. That, like, it is hard to get away from that fucking thing, but you could have done it, like, in 30 seconds. I didn't need, like, two minutes. Yeah. Well, and I feel like you could have just done it without it at all, basically, because it was like, eh. Well, no, if they hadn't included the fact that it was hard to get away from, I would have been upset. Mm. It's kind of like in Die Hard, the most recent Die Hard, when they were like, eh, it's just Chernobyl. And I was like, uh. Oh, don't mention that to me. I was about to say, let's not bring Die Hard into this, because that's a whole... You guys should do a slash report on Die Hard. We would we only will. do the Die Hard 4. Yeah. We'll do the Die Hard series slash report. I was about to say, not a not an MS... Oh, you mean like an actual discussed Die Hard? Yeah. No, I don't think that it has, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, Enough content. I feel like Die Hard is like a franchise that we should just talk about in general. Mm. And how it, you know... Like, marriages go through good years and bad years. <laughs> yeah, love five this. is a rough one. I love the so moment where Kirk looks at Spock and then turns and looks at Sulu, who looks at Chekhov, and it's just like... I know! Like a beautiful chain. Yeah. It's a super moment of, like, can't believe we survived that either. And then afterwards, Kirk makes his super turned-on face, like, yeah! Survived danger again, gotta fuck somebody. Basically. Okay. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, there's nobody on that bridge who's gonna bone him. No, he's nope. gonna have to wait till they get back to Earth. Yep. And, and then he's handsome. just gonna be, like, quarantined for questioning by Starfleet anyway, so. I love how, like, I'm sure that there's, like, a canon explanation as to why young Spock just rolls with this, but I do love that he just rolls with it. He's like, cool, it's me. Okay. I clearly age well. I feel like if I met future me when I was younger, I would have been like, are those Sailor Moon cards worth anything? And older me would be like, no. Sorry. <laughs> They're worth zero. Are you serious? I would ask some really stupid questions. You are my hero in so many ways. I don't know what young me would have asked old me. I know what old me would tell younger me, but I don't, like, younger me would only have stupid questions and then would be like, Fuck you, you don't know my life! And, like, ignore all of the advice and carry on. Probably. Thank God it will never happen. I guess I would tell young me, like, a number of people not to date. There you go. 
But, but I, you would listen, so that would be a mute point anyway. I don't think that mute I point, mute point. I don't think that yeah, like I don't think that young me would listen. That's yeah. the great thing about time travel, right? Like we're all like time travel. You could do so many things. I'm like no, because you're gonna go back and you're gonna talk to younger self, and younger self is gonna be like f you, see you never. <laughs> Basically, I do what I want. Like eat it, bro. Oh, ZQ and you needing to glue your fingers together. I love you very much. I feel his pain. Have you glued your fingers together? No, but I I can't physically make the Vulcan my pinky. I've been able to do that since I was three. It's super okay. I'm pretty sure there's some kind of gene or something. My pinky and my ring finger just like won't do it. You know why that is, MK? It's because you're bad. You're a bad Vulcan. That's probably true. Too many. You'll never be accepted. I do love Tyler Perry just randomly showing up in this movie. Like, hi, Tyler. good for us all that metal is like the stupidest looking metal i've ever seen word <laughs> word nice hi pike you are the only person in the history of the universe who would look good in that outfit so well, done. well i also enjoy his um his line reading on i am relieved i know right it's so lovely it's really uh. beautiful <laughs> And then in the sequel, he has to give Kirk a talking to. <laughs> he always has to give Kirk a talking to. That's like his job in life. I, say, I think I think Pike is literally the guy who's like, you fucked everything up, but it was amazing. But it was amazing. Like, congratulations on fucking it up again. I would really enjoy if the talking to that Pike has to give Kirk involves the phrase, would you stop trying to hit it with Spock? <laughs> yeah. Please stop trying to hit it with Spock. It only ends in, like, terrible disaster. Yeah. This ending thing I never fully got, but it is very a sweet sentiment. Yeah, I was a bit... I feel like it's pure emotional sent. Oh, my God, I love it. Buckle yeah. Up. No, it completely yeah. works. Yeah. We have but, to yeah, it doesn't make like, sense that Spock, like, chooses until now to, like, roll up and be like, hey, so that whole second command thing. Yeah, it's one of those tacit, like viewer or media consumer slash producer agreements that like okay granted this doesn't make the most sense but like i'll take it because yeah, the emotional hit of it i was so gonna fun. say it's i was gonna say it's it's like the ending of um the prequel of star wars the third one where he becomes darth vader like you don't like none of it makes sense but it's like okay we finally got the band back together or whatever <sighs> we don't mention There's, those movies i'm sorry i know I like um, any sentence that Spock starts with should you desire. <laughs> like, please carry on. I bet you do. Followed by, like, maneuvering thrusters. Like, this this whole scene just cracks me up. Don't be bitch. I can't uh, help it. So this has been fun. It is. I, you know what? I bet. I think the part of this movie that makes everyone really happy is that it was made with genuine love for the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of fans working on this, which is nice. It is nice. Yeah. It's, I, think about some of the most successful reboots of late. They're made by people who are essentially doing fanfic. Yeah. That's what makes it good. Well, I think sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Like, you know, we're all in fandom. We know how many fanfics are written with love that are. <laughs> Let's not go there. Idiots. 
No, absolutely. But I also think that like for better or for worse, the barriers to entry for some a project like this are higher. So yeah. you have to be like a very good you have to have a very good fanfic for it to become mm-hmm. like the next Trek movie. Yeah. And I think that this was a completely satisfying, very good fanfic. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. And I think that the the thing that I like about it is that it I can accept it as a fanfic. If this was the original like the fact that it's an alternate universe really allows me to accept it a lot more, mm-hmm. I think. Because for me personally, like, you know, I, I like the Star Trek universe and this isn't the Star Trek universe anymore. And that's right. fine. Yeah. You know, because um, you know that other one is still chugging along. This is just exactly. like a split off parallel thing. Yeah. Even though it does make me sad that Spock will never go back to his universe, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Cause Kirk's dead in that universe anyway. Yeah. Word. Ugh. Let's not even go there. But you know. I'm glad we're I'm glad we're ending on an incredibly dark note here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why ballers? Um, we have to end this. We do. <laughs> we do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I need to Thank go look up a bunch of stuff. Thanks for not being drunk this time. That's okay. I got that covered. You took did, but you know you did not throw up on camera. So I'm super happy for you. Go team. That's right. That's right, because I'm a pro. You are. Get out of here. Just just hang up. Shh. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>